Chapter 1. Positioned. Come on, girls. You'll be late for school. Dad's in the car waiting on you. Our three young daughters brushed by me with quick hugs and last-minute instructions. They shot out the door in a mad race to see who would get the prized front seat. Waving goodbye, I sighed, knowing I had once again completed my morning obstacle course. Breakfast, rummaging through the unfolded laundry basket, collecting backpacks and homework, and sending the girls out with their dad were all consuming. Calling out the open door, I added, Love you. Have a good day. I closed the door and leaned back against it. Now, I was finally able to release the tears I had fought to hold back since the early dawn. That morning I woke up early, with a sense of despair, too deep for words, and the dread of having to continue the nightmare my life had become. Though it was still early, I stood empty, with no reserve of strength to face the day. I walked slowly up the stairs to our bedroom. I locked the door behind me and collapsed on the floor with my face buried in the carpet, weeping from the very core of my being. A collision of emotions swarmed my thoughts. Disappointment, anger, frustration, pain, and grief swallowed my hope. Fear led the pack of devouring enemies that threatened my soul. God, how will I live from this point? I cried aloud. I wept intensely for hours. I was stuck in a place I did not want. My family was my entire life. A family that I thought I would never have, that doctors said was impossible. We had beaten the odds, and our prayers were answered, but it cost more than we ever imagined. At first, my diminished eyesight seemed manageable because of the efforts of our close family who worked well together as a team. A combination of a childhood disease and changes in my body each time I was pregnant had done its damage through the years. The incremental loss of my sight was already our family's reality. However, that particular week, without warning, the blood vessels behind my eyes had hemorrhaged once again, threatening to rob me of what precious eyesight remained. I could not be consoled in my dark prison of doubt and fatigue. How would I ever be the wife my husband needed? How would I ever be the mother my children needed? Blindness had no place on my life agenda. I felt trapped and forsaken. My questions had no answers, and my mind was weary from trying to make sense of it all. I did not even know what I believed anymore. I lay there, unable to move, and sobbed. After several hours, my tears stopped. There were no more. I stood up, physically exhausted and emotionally numb. Then a single line from a favorite psalm emerged. It was one I had tucked away in my heart years ago when my pathway started to dim. It quieted my soul. Every tear I have ever cried, you kept in your bottle. I stood in silence when another thought surfaced. I whispered, If blind for a season, then use it for good. At that moment, everything changed. Nothing altered my eyesight, but my heart shifted. I believed in a God who could do the impossible. I hoped for a medical breakthrough. 
In spite of the tension between my hopes and the reality of where I was, I still had the freedom to not give up on any possibility. I found new courage. My quest now would be to find value in it all. But how would I manage? I didn't know the answer, but a new resolve started to take form. I wondered if I could use this new little light I had and direct it through an inner prism to reveal new perspectives and insights. Maybe I could see things I had previously overlooked. Maybe there were secrets to be had that even the sighted could not find. Maybe I would have the advantage to live life less distracted. At that moment, I found the grace and courage necessary to step over an invisible threshold and accept the challenge to see more than is met by natural eyes. I determined I would take the time to see life differently.